Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 107, and my special guest, Kelly Snodgrass Hi. from Arlington, our amazing uh, team leader and Texas managing broker. Yes. How are you? I'm good. So my first question is, team leader, managing broker, wife, you know, volunteer at church, you know, how, how do you, are, are you really Wonder Woman or how, how, do, you keep, uh, how do you do all this stuff? Um, I like to tell people I didn't get thrown into this. Right. You know, it gradually built up to this over time. Um, if somebody had thrown me in the mix of all this right up front, I, you know, would have drowned. Um, so it's taking it from the very start and building on it. Right. And then, you know, having the capacity to do what you're doing and then adding a little bit more. Right. So, um, it was definitely a building and it's definitely right. a, a scheduling schedule right. block right keeping it all in line and together so, so the compound effect mm -hmm. over, over time definitely. Uh, building blocks one on top of the other and having people around you that can help you and take on some of that and you know you can't do it all by yourself right so you have an amazing husband who's part of the business you have amazing team members my team is amazing my broker support team is amazing yeah. the jpar support is amazing so right. yeah so you have a, a great support so before we get into the real, because I want to talk a little bit about the business. So uh, you and your team have a goal this year of 150, uh, serving 150 families. Yes. That's pretty amazing. Yes. Plus you're managing a broker support team of six support brokers. Right. Um, what What's in your heart that drives you for that? Helping others. Okay. Um, so you get satisfaction from I do I do yeah. it it's not about the money it's not about the right. you know the awards it's not about anything other than helping people it's about right. the people at the closing table that are in tears because they never even lived in a house growing up much less thought they'd ever own one it's right. you know saving people from foreclosure it's helping new agents that right. that feel like they're not going to make it in this business um, that is what drives me so yeah. Although the awards are kind of fun. They're fun. <laughs> They're fun. They're icing on the cake. Yeah. And, and speaking of, of folks who may not be able to get into home, we just announced a, a partnership with Divi Homes. Yes. Which is going to allow uh, those that are struggling uh, with home ownership to, to actually uh, rent to own and get into to property. So if you, if you haven't checked out Divi Homes, check out DiviHomes.com. Definitely. Now, what I'd really like to spend this episode on is, Kelly, is there's so many things we could talk about, but we did some research in the brokerage, and we looked at every agent out of 2,000 agents, and we went back through their entire MLS history and looked at how many clients they're capturing uh, through, through their career. Right. Now, the NAR average says that 90% of consumers want to do business with their agent and about 25% do. Right. Now, you're very unique in that 90% of clients say they want to renew bit, well, probably 100% in your case, but, you, but you're the highest, nearly, uh, I think it was 85, don't hold me the exact number, 85% of your past clients come back and redo business with you. Right. You, you, you were clearly a standout out of 2,000 people. And I suspect if we did the entire in our population, you know, you would be, you know, in the top 1%. Right. So obviously you have a system, you have something that's unique and special in your business. Uh, and that's what I wanted to talk about today. Okay. Um, I think that there's, there has to be connection. Right. I think a lot of our business is, is transactionally based. Um, and, and we need the connection. 
Right. A lot of agents do a fantastic job during the transaction, but there's no follow-up. Right. And so what we have done is we, you know, we run a system where we are constantly in contact with our past clients, mm -hmm. our current clients, our sphere of influence, people that have never even you know done business with us that will send us business and we reach out to them constantly we send them birthday cards we send them personal notes we check on them when they're sick we you know pop by with little gifts just to say hello and see how they're doing um, right. we throw giant client parties just to give back and say thank you right. you know just to have fun and get everybody together we did um, two client parties in February mm -hmm. in two different locations and, and it's just a blast. It's getting to, to right. give back to them. And so every single month, most of my clients um, hear from us at least twice. Okay. Some are hearing from us four or five times a month. Wow. So tell us what, what would one of these parties be like? I mean, where would you go? What would you do? So we have two big annual parties that, that we do every year in the entire database for right. myself and my team right. is invited to. And so one, it's coming up at the end of April. That is a big luau crawfish boil. We've outgrown the location that we've always done it at. So oh, we're, fun. we're doing a new location this year, but there's bounce houses and face painters and you know food and it's family fun and, oh. and everybody comes out to the park and it's just a blast. And then um, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, we do a pie party. And so they come out, we send them home with their holiday pies. We right. have a Santa station set up where they can get pictures with Santa. Um, that's a ton of fun. That's for our entire database right. as well. And then we do small parties that we kind of move across the Metroplex to serve all of our clients in their location. And so we just did two painting with a twist parties. Mm -hmm. um, we did one in Saginaw, one in Arlington. We'll have another party coming up soon in Frisco. Um, you know, this summer we'll probably put something together like, a, you know, movie theater parties or things like right. that. Just something fun to have, you know, right. all of our clients together and thank them. We can't do this without them. Right. Now, I hear people in the audience right now saying, well, Kelly, that is so much work. It's not, though. I mean, it is. It is. Yeah. But it's fun work. I mean... It, it, for me, that is my prospecting, you know, right. that's the way that I bring in business. And so it's not calling leads. It's not, right. you know, it's the same amount of work. It's just a different way of doing right. work. Um, and, and the money that it costs, it always comes back, you know, and, and it's fun. Yeah. Creates fun, creates relationships. Now, obviously you must have a system, a planning system in, in, in a sense, you're an event planner. Right. Right. And you, you've created and grew that system. Right. Now, I, th I think I heard you recently were on a vacation somewhere, and there was a storm here in the Metroplex, and you took some time out of your vacation to connect with your clients to check in. Tell, tell us about that. Yes. So um, my husband and I were in Mexico for his 50th birthday, and there was a really bad storm here. Um, I don't remember if there was tornadoes, but I know there was hail and I think there was actually a tornado. Um, and so we just took an hour and we sat on the hotel bed and we called through our entire list of our database right. and just checked in on them. You know, are you guys okay? Do you have any damage? Do you need any referrals? Do you need someone to come check your roof? You know, any anything like that. It took us maybe an hour, but it is a connection with them that they're not going right. to get from somewhere else. It shows them because most of them know their friends on my Facebook, their friends on my social media. They know that we're out of town and they right. know that we took the time to stop and check on them. Right. And that was the response we got was like, stop calling me and go have fun on your vacation. <laughs> yeah, go have fun you know, but it matters and it shows them that they matter. Now, did this come naturally to you? Were you just a natural connector or did you have to build this system over time? Um, 
I think this fits my personality mm-hmm. best. So I think it was um, a natural route for me to go, right. but it was definitely something that I've built over time. Right. There's a lot of um, aspects to the way that I do this, mm-hmm. and that wasn't something that I perfected all at once. You know, yeah. I, I started in stages of personal notes and calls and stopping by and, and tracking all of that and, and built that up to where I was like, okay, I'm doing this well, I'm tracking it well, now let's add in one party. You know, right. now let's add in a, another party. Now let's add in, you know, taking care of our business sphere of influence and our business connections and, and, and trying to build their business also. Right. And so this took time. It wasn't something that came overnight. Right. Um, start small, build it when you're comfortable with that, add in the next piece. Right. Otherwise, it, it overwhelms you. Right. Now, what I heard you say a couple times was tracking and measuring. Yes. And so obviously, that typically doesn't come naturally to... Uh, strong salespeople. It doesn't come naturally to me. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you build the discipline of knowing, okay, I need to track and measure my activities, my daily activities, because that's how you win the day, win the week. Right. Uh, How did did you develop that muscle? It is still to this day something that comes more naturally to me, but I still have to work on. Okay. Um, because I'm not just built that way. Some people are just built that way. Right. Um, I'm not just built that way, but I, I learned that the only way to measure it and know how to do better, you know, cells are great, that's great, but how do I get better? Right. How can I say this year I did this much, next year I want to do this much? If I'm not tracking it, if I, you know, I track down to, you know, how many referrals it takes me to get a sale and, and oh, how many right. contacts it takes me to get a referral. I mean, I track everything right. because I can look back at it and I can say, okay, my numbers are down. I need to do this much more right. or my numbers are great. But if I want to, you know, year over year be better, I need to do this much more. Right. And so I can bring it down to a complete science of how many people I need to contact to hit the goals that I've set for myself. I love it. So, so you know whether whether you want to, you know, put a little bit more gas mm-hmm. on the pedal, you know, push the pedal a bit more if you want to back off a little bit, you kind of know, you know the numbers right. of what's going to drive that end result. And I can look at it quarterly and I can say, okay, I'm, I'm not on track to hit the goal unless we right. increase, you know, these activities right. to bring in this many more referrals. Or I can say I'm way ahead, you right. know, I, I don't like to ever take my foot off the gas, but I can right. say I'm ahead, I can take a little right. bit of a break, or maybe that's when we put in a vacation or, right. you know, something like that. So for you, that has to feel good because you have a predictable, repeatable business. You're not waking up every day wondering where your next paycheck's going to come from. Never. Yeah. And that's why, that's why the system is so important to me. Right. That's why even when it was hard for me to track and even when it was something that I was just like, oh gosh, you know, I, I fought through it. Right. I made sure that I did it every day. I changed the way that I did it so that I was right. in the computer tracking while I was doing the activities. Right. And that's why it was so important to me because right. I don't have to wonder, okay, I have a good bit impending, but... I'm starting over from zero. Right. I know that that is continuous and it's going to keep coming. And I also know right. how to increase it when I need to increase it. Well, we know so many in the audience, because I track the numbers, you know, in a sense, I call they're rich, they're poor, they're rich, they're poor, they're rich, they're poor. Yes. Uh, because uh, you, you've overcome that. Yes. Uh, your, your closings are very consistent month after month after month. They are. And there's still an ebb and flow to real estate. And right. I try to tell all agents, like, right. that's just normal. Right. So there is, you know, slower times that come up and down, but it's not peaks and valleys yeah. anymore. The, the seasonality. And yes. The, uh, but you have this predictability. So um, obviously, 
coaching has been a big part of your development. Absolutely. T tell us a little bit about your relationship with your coach and why that's important to you. Um, my coach is amazing. Um, I've always said that, and I've, and I've had two separate coaches, but my, my coach right now, and they've both been amazing, but he was exactly what I needed at the level I was at when I got him. Mm -hmm. And he pushes me in a way that no one else really can. Right. Um, I always like to say that he gives me a systematic way to approach emotional issues. Right. I'm an emotional being. This business is emotional. Um, and I can go to him and say, this is what I'm dealing with. And then it's like, journal about this. These are the three questions I want you to answer. Here's your homework. Right. Let me know in the middle of the week how it goes. You know, and, and it brings me back down to a level where I can just operate you know, logically instead right. of emotionally. Um, he also is very big on you know, pulling me out of that funk. Everybody gets in that funk. I'm right. no different than anybody else. Right. And, and that pulls me out of it so much faster. Um, and then there's some times where I'm just killing myself. And, and this was two weeks ago. My, my homework for the two weeks was just to take a day off. Wow. There was no other action steps. Okay. It's like your activities are great. You're doing fantastic, but you're burning yourself out. I'm going to write him a note. <laughs> I'm going to write him a thank you note. And he was. He was like, that's it. That's all That's all I got for you is yeah, you need to plan your week, and your week is not planned unless you take a, a day off. Yeah. Now, as successful as you are, um, you're still investing in that coaching relationship. I get asked a lot at at the level that I'm at, yeah. will I stop coaching? Yeah. And I will not. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. It, it holds me accountable. It, right. it keeps me on track. There mm -hmm. are plenty of times that I get off track. I, I, I'm not perfect. Right. You know, there are weeks that I am in a slump and it may be, have nothing to do with the business. It may right. be family related. It may be personal issues. Um, coaching is not just about the business. Right. You know, the, you know, my coach is, has brought me out of, you know, family issues, has helped me through personal issues, has helped me. And, and the moment you fix that, the business fixes itself, right. you know, and, and that's someone to rely on. I'm big on coaching my team because the accountability is what keeps people on track. When they get in that funk, you need that, that positive person to just be like, this right. is what you're doing wrong and this is how we're going to fix it. Right. And, and there's no sugarcoating it there's no yeah. you know he's like you're going to push through it and this is how we're going to do it yeah. and even as well as i've done and even as much as i know about the system and and how to do it and how to do it right i need him to fall back on right always well, i call the, you, you you're paying for and hiring for that voice of reason yep that that sometimes we you know get out of our you know to help us get out of our own way absolutely in a sense absolutely so for you it's well worth it's well worth the investment absolutely and one that you're going to continue to do absolutely yeah so coming back before we wrap up you know this amazing repeat client if, if we were to interview one of your clients what would they say about you and your team um I don't know. I figure it would be really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, since, they're, since they're all redoing business with you, right? I think it would be. Um, but our clients are, are like family. I, I hate cliches like that, but they really are. They right. all go into our Facebook. They all, you know, right. we know their families. They know our families. We check up on them. If they have sick kids, right. we stop by with stuff for their kids. You know, it, it's so much more than business. Um, right. and, and they would tell you that. You right. know, I get calls for things like, I'll tell you one I had recently. Um, I, I sold a house to an out-of-state investor right. whose kids are going to TCU, and um, 
they couldn't find a good rent house. He was like, I'll just buy it. My, right. All my kids are going to go there and then we'll sell it when we're done. And so, you know, the wife calls me all the time for things like an allergist for her daughter. Oh. You know, it goes so much farther than, than referrals for the business or the right. house or, you know, it's a level of trust and it's a level of, you know, family built that, no. you know, they, they come to expect and they know that they can get. Yeah, you've become what I call the trusted advisor or the hub yeah. in a sense. You know, who's the allergist, who's the, who's the orthopedic, you know, who's the... You know, we get it for, yeah. for yeah. babysitters. Babysitter, and, and yeah. Best yeah. place to eat and, yeah. you know, where should we go on our fifth anniversary and, right. you know, things like that. And, and they just, they know that they can come to us, they know that they can trust us and they know that, that we're going to treat them like more than a transaction. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, as we wrap up this episode, any last words of advice or thought as folks think through how to get better at connecting with their clients? I think my, my first bit of advice would be to start small. Okay. Start small. You know, pick the, the thing you want to do first. Um, calls are not easy for me still to right. this day. Right. Um, I'm not a phone person. So that is somewhere that I struggle. So don't start where you struggle. Right. You know, personal notes is something that I love. So I send out 60 to 70 personal notes a month. And that's what was the easiest for me. So that's where I started. You know, parties are easy for me. So that's where I started. Right. Um, Popeyes are easy for me. I love that. I love getting right. to pick what they are and going by and seeing people and having right. them be happy and, and um, you know, clients calling me and telling me that their kids were yelling, Kelly and Tony were here when they drive around right. to their door because there's a present on the door. Um, but start with the things that you like. You know, right. start with the things that are easy. Start with the people in your sphere of influence that are easy because then you build up that level of, okay, I can do this. This really isn't that hard. Right. But don't overwhelm yourself. Don't try to just throw yourself right out in the mix where you're going to give up because it's overwhelming. Start small and then build onto it. Yeah. And when you think about it, I think you said 60 notes a month. When you break that down, that's really two a day. Exactly. It's two or three, you know, depending on how many days you do it, it's two or three notes a day. So that's not... And and do it how it fits well for you. So my right. system says do two, three notes a day. I like to get up on Monday morning and write at least 10 notes. That's my right. my week. Okay, so then you got 10 of your 60 done. Right. And so, you know, I don't want to have to do it every day. My, my week is busy. I schedule block for Monday right. and Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. is my note time. Right. I like to get them all done on Monday. But if not, it's scheduled, you know, it. there for Tuesday. And so um, as long as you block it into your schedule, it's not overwhelming. You have time to do it. Right. And then the one thing that, that really impacted me and was like a light bulb moment for me in coaching was my coach was like when you schedule block these activities that are going to bring you more business treat it like a listing appointment you would never reschedule a listing right. appointment you would never cancel a listing appointment right. so don't cancel this you, you yeah. can move it around in your day if you have something like a home inspection pop up at the same time but you never take it out you just move it never take it out yeah. mm -hmm. so there you go start small mm -hmm. be uh, consistent now as we wrap up your favorite Jeep model. Do you have a favorite Jeep model? <laughs> My favorite Jeep model is the one I have right now. <laughs> Which model is that? So I have a 2018 JLU um, on 40 inch tires and I absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's fun. And I'm sure you enjoy that a lot. Well, thanks for sharing uh, your experience and your advice with the audience today. Absolutely. And we'll see you soon on another episode of Success Superstars.